This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. What's up? Hey, y'all. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Hey to both old and new listeners alike, because I know y'all out there. As always, I am your host, Sydney, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week. And y'all, not too much has gotten on my nerves. But anywho, it's just little old me this episode. I want to use this time for us to catch up. Spend some quality time together. I know y'all miss these little solo episodes. And in all honesty, I definitely have been getting some really, really, really good feedback when it comes to the solo episodes. So I'm going to try to sneak these in there, here and there, just as much as I am going to go out and find those wonderful guests to bring on. And you know, again, I've really enjoyed the guests that I've actually had so far. And I know y'all have too. So make sure to rate and review the show on on iTunes. This episode is going to get a little bit personal, but the stars have aligned for this conversation to be brought up because this topic is following me everywhere. Friends, family, in general, the topic we're going to discuss today, I've just seen so much, so, so, so much go on with it. Um, funny enough, Mercury is retrograded. I did an episode about that, so y'all can rewind and go to that episode. But you know what? While Mercury is in retrograde, this is the perfect time for this topic to be brought up because all about communication, talking with people, chatting, expressing those feelings, looking back in the past. Who did what wrong? Were you wrong? I know I'm never wrong, but still, <laughs> beside the point, but let's get into it. So starting off as always with the fed up or f***ed up segment. Now, my new listeners, this segment is typically used to get to know my guests better and kind of share what they have going on. You know, you can give, you can get them a little feel, but since it's just me, I'm talking about what has me fed up or fucked up. <laughs> Surprisingly... Nothing really had me fucked up this week. Just a little bit up. So, I need more Lovecraft country in my life. I am recording this, ironically, on the day that coincides with the season finale of the hit show, Lovecraft Country, which I think is easily one of the best shows of 2020. The show itself is phenomenal. It's weird as hell. You can't really explain it, but it is phenomenal. It taps in to this new genre of suspense and horror, which I have personally never seen with black people or on TV in a way. It's very, very, very different. If anything, I can compare it to um, American Horror Story sort of sort of way. So any fans out there of American Horror Story, you know how it would be a different theme every season, but the characters and the storyline would kind of go with this one topic or thing is sort of like that it's very unique um 
But the backdrop of the show is set in 1950 Chicago during the Jim Crow era with themes focused on magic, spells, mythical creatures, space continuums, and even demons. So yes, y'all, these are black people. Like the main characters, the story, it revolves around black people. Like Letty, Atticus, Uncle George, like these are some black ass characters. I can give that to you. And I am so sad that we really have already got into the season finale of the show. And it does not help that at the moment, there are no black television shows that are prime time right now. You know, like Insecure season is done. I love this past season, but the season is done. Won't get it till next year. The Shy is off. I literally just started that this year after seeing like a couple episodes of season three. I said, oh shit, you know, I'm gonna go back and watch it, but that's off. P Valley was a banger. That's off as well. That has some good ass music too (laughs) with all of the episodes. So I definitely miss P Valley. And lastly, Power's even off. Like Power, they did that little thing where they're like, oh, we're not coming on until... December which I'm over but they're still off who knows if I'll actually watch it when it comes back on we never know when Atlanta is ever going to come back on you know if y'all are friends with Childish Gambino or know somebody close to him tell him bring that shit back um I'd even settle at this point to watch another season of Top Boy I like the show but it is is a British television show but even then, I want to see some black people on my screen. Excuse me. I might even be tempted to sign up for BET Prime and watch one of those terrible Tyler Perry series. I don't think brothers or sisters will be my cup of tea. But at this point, I am willing to try it out. I have nothing else to watch, you guys. I think I've went through everything. And I I, I tried to get into watching... Um, girlfriends Moesha and the Parkers but I think when I was younger I was so obsessed with them and watching them over and over and over and even for a while I feel like they would show reruns of it that when I tried to watch it now as an adult it's funny but I can't force myself to watch it I don't know why I don't know if it's because I know how what the end is gonna look like or what but I haven't been able to watch it so if anything y'all send me some recommendations for some shows that you think I could be missing out on with some black characters that's a little bit newer and more up to date and Even then, I might go back. I have a reading list of books that I wanted to check out during 2020. And I was halfway finished with it. But I think I kind of got thrown off by the summer and the fact that we had some nice ass weather. So I was like, you know what? I'm not I am going to socially distance, but I'm going to do it outside of my house. But I'm gonna go back to my little reading list again. Send me some recommendations. Okay, yeah, so I think I hyped up (laughs) the main topic of today's episode so much that you guys will be like, okay, I really hope she bringing the fire. But this main topic is let it go or I let them have it. So before there was Elsa, there was Keisha. As in Keisha Cole's phenomenal song, let it go. I felt every word of that song when it dropped. I was only 11 because it had to come out in like 2007. Like we were still listening to actual CDs. So I had that CD and that song was phenomenal. I still love it to this day. I'm pretty sure me and my mom will like scream that song at the top of our lungs when we hear it. And this episode is not about Keisha, 
But I do want to discuss this theme that has been popping up lately of making the decision to let it go or the decision to go the fuck off. While you guys probably think I am a huge fan of going off, I definitely am a much bigger fan of letting things go and moving on. Look at the title of the show, Annoyed Not Offended. I don't get offended enough to feel like I just got to go off all the time. No, it does not work like that. My life definitely doesn't work like that. I'm more just like, okay, this is annoying. I'm going on and I'm not going to address this at all. But recently, with my own experiences and the experience of others around me, I wanted to dive into when to speak up and when to let it go. So just a disclaimer, before we even get into this further, or not even so much before we even get into it further, I definitely think there is no cut and dry formula or copy paste type of thing when you're determining if you're gonna speak up about something or letting something slide in a relationship. And I mean any sort of relationship whether it be romantic, um, platonic, parent-child, work-related, whatever, you definitely got to pick your battles because sometimes it really isn't worth it. However, I think one of the biggest indicators of speaking up on an issue involved is a reoccurring issue. Um, You know the old saying, history always repeats itself. If anything goes unaddressed, I truly believe that if something will happen once, it'll happen again and you know what our own moods and stuff can kind of coincide with how we might take something or how we might feel in the present moment when things happen but I definitely think sometimes when things trigger like other emotions inside it's just because it's certain things that aren't addressed in a lot of ways um you know people are always saying even then is it really worth your energy and you know what? Perhaps in some ways it's better, you know, I'm going to cut my losses and just distance myself, whether it be a friend, a boo, whoever. I'm just going to cut my losses. On the flip side, though, you might look back like, you know what? I have already dedicated so much energy and time and effort into what we had before this that I still need to speak up and say something. And it's not so much, hey, I'm going to speak up and try to convince this person to think like I am going to think, but more so to speak up about, hey, this is why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And I want you to know about this. Like, if anything, I definitely keep thinking I am not an overly emotional person at all I am not an emotionally like I'm not an emotional person um I'm not easily offended I don't think I'm sensitive but again if things push me the wrong way or push the wrong button I am going to say something in a lot of ways because why would you do that or I don't even know if it's why would you do that but just I need you to see my side of things. You may not agree, but I need you to see my side of things and where I'm coming from. And it's all about, you know, communication. But two, you can still like communicate after the fact. I think if 
if people think, oh, you didn't address this right then and there, then you're letting it go. I don't always think that's the case because I have had times when I've got into it with friends or something and I might have went to my little corner to cool down. And they're like, well, I thought you were ignoring me and you don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, no, I definitely felt like I needed time to process this because I don't want to think, you know, I'm just doing this for the wrong reason. Like, you know, you have to take so many other things again into consideration. Um, And recently in the situation I was in, I felt like, you know what? This person did something that I did not like and I'm not going to address it. I am just going to ignore this person. I'm just going to ignore them until they disappear. But then again, I was talking about it and I kind of spoke the person up. And when I spoke them up, they reached out. And at that point, I was like, you know what? This is God. This is God. No better time than now. It wouldn't have made sense, I think, to reach out to them beforehand and say something. But obviously, I'm like, you know what? I'm still upset. So it's getting addressed and it did. It didn't work out how I thought it would, but it did get addressed. And even then it just, you know, brought some validation to my point and kind of put me in the right mind frame. Like, okay, you know what? I get it. I do. And, And a lot of times when I think people do stuff to you, there's always a saying of, you know, do unto others as is done unto you, which I think is fairly true. Um, it's very true that you kind of want to think in terms of if somebody has done something to you, what would it look like if the shoe was on the other foot? Like, would they respond the way I responded? Would they have responded differently? Like, what is their point of view in this whole situation? Which I get is a great point. And even recently, I had a friend bring that up to me when we were talking. She was like, you know, in all honesty, I have the right to be upset because this person would be upset if I were to do that to them. And why, as I thought about it, I, no, I'm like, yeah, they definitely would have. So your point is even more like valid at that at that reasoning now one thing too I've seen you know me I'm just looking up online like what does psychology today or like mental health what do mental health experts even think about the whole thing of like letting something go and when you're being passive or when you're being aggressive sort of speak and I see a lot about them saying teach people how to treat you which I thought was interesting but it's something that I don't always agree with um only because I feel like at a certain age people should realize like whatever the issue is and why exactly it's an issue like for instance if I'm with some friends and like we're all friends and we get into a small argument and somebody wants to put their hands on somebody we are too old to want to actually fist fight somebody and not use our words and calm down. And even then, if you want to take it to the point of you putting your hands on me, we couldn't have been friends in the first place. Because why do you want to physically harm me? <laughs> so again, I feel like you shouldn't have to tell anybody that after a certain point. Even when I was younger, I'm not fist fighting with anybody. But definitely as an adult, what do I look like in a public space? No. Ew. No. And like I said before, I think teaching people how to treat you it does fall back onto like how would it be if the shoe was on the other foot and again if there are the same feelings of being neglected and neglected and left behind then hmm how ironic hmm (laughs) that this person would feel this way um and in all honesty I guess it's just about you know having that balance I would say it's definitely all about having a balance and 
choosing when you're going to speak up and choosing when you're going to keep it to yourself. Um, Just because I feel like in a lot of ways, sometimes people can really be like, you know what? I never, I had no idea that you felt this way. You know, I, I actually did it. And you might actually get the response that you're looking for. And they may be like, you know what? I am definitely going to put forth more of an effort to change my ways. And I realize that this upset you. So I still want you to be a part of my life. So I'm going to do what it takes and take heed to what you said. So even then at that point, you're like, you know what? It's out into the air. We have this clear communication or this clear boundary set. So now moving forward, if they were to do it again, oh baby, you are more than justified to say, fuck them, bye. I don't want anything else to do with you. Because at that point, you've already dressed it. And it's like you said, this is just a reoccurring thing. And some people are always gonna do what they want. But again, balance, balance. Seems like that's a great theme, balance. So you know, y'all, think about it. Think about, are you a let it go person? Are you, I'm gonna speak the fuck up person. Have it, think about that over some wine, playing Keisha Cole, let it go. Cause Keisha was fed up. Now that's one lady who was fed up. She didn't give a damn no more. Her, Missy, or Kim. They ain't care, they ain't care where he was at. He with you, but I'm where he wanna be. (laughs) I'm gonna go play that song after I. I cut the show off. Moving on, you guys, to the final segment of the show. We have You Are Drove. So this segment is all for my St. Louis folks. Drove is a term for mad, sad, confused, or just plain oblivious to how you thought a situation was going to work out in your favor. If anything, I just keep telling people we really thought 2020 was going to be our year. Even Donald Trump, he had all this to say about COVID and the China virus. I'm making air quotes, the China virus, but then had the nerve to turn right around and catch it. So he was drove as hell. He was. But this week is not about him. This week is about Nuke Bizzle. Yes, y'all. Who the hell? I don't know. But we getting into it. So rapper Nuke Bizzle was arrested for identity theft and fraud after bragging about scamming in his recent music video when I tell y'all I cannot make up any of these stories that I have pulled and put into it into this segment so far because people just do dumb shit 24 7 it amazes me how they think any of this is going to work out in their favor but he is from Memphis Tennessee with the real name Fontrell Antonio Bain So he racked up more than $1.2 million in jobless benefits and was found in possession of eight employment development department debit card, none of which had his names on him. Mm -mm, None, none of them. Out of all of the eight cards, none had his names. It was the identity of all these other people. And when I was looking at the um, news article referring to this, it didn't say if the people were like deceased or alive or if he just made them up. So I'm like, okay. But back to his little song, which is also titled EDD, standing for Employment Development Department on YouTube. He bragged with another rapper about his scams. And even held up envelopes from the EDD office in the video, y'all. So, it's not a surprise that 
when they investigated further into his theft and scamming, he took part in um, the scam along with others because, you know, birds of a feather flock together. But as a unit, they think outside of the $1.2 million that he took, he co-conspired with them to get over seven $704,000 from the EDD card. So I, I believe it's like additional money that he got with whatever little group of scammers but you know what the charges he faces are up to a maximum sentence of 22 years in prison which I thought was like significantly less but then again I guess it's a non-violent crime I don't I haven't been to jail I haven't been to prison so I don't know how any of this stuff works but I thought that was interesting it's only a max of 22 years which technically is still a long ass time I am only 24 years Years old and I can only imagine spending 22 years like my entire lifetime in prison so I know people always joking saying you know rappers rap about everything but what they actually doing like they rapping about getting money having all these women when at home when really they might be at home with their wife and their kids like they just off the streets but you know what there are still some rappers who are actually doing what they rapping about and Bizzle is apparently one of them because his ass is getting locked up. And more importantly, as I was thinking about this, make sure y'all keep up with y'all social security cards and avidly check your credit scores along with your bank statements and have all of those um, security measures on your phone just in case any alerts pop up because people are scamming. You would think, damn, everybody's just in the house trying to do the the best they can to get by no people are like I need it now more than ever so I'm going to get it and don't ever think you don't have enough to take because in fact these people will swipe it up swiper no swiping they will take it all so again y'all be careful okay you guys that's this week's episode um as always I have been telling you guys this and telling you guys this I don't actually mind hearing the complaints of others but only when it's right let me judge your annoyances both big and small to see if you should be annoyed or offended make sure to email them to annoyed not offended at gmail.com thanks again for tuning in you guys talk next week bye Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.